I will bless the Lord who gives me counsel. My heart teaches me night after night. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not fall. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. O gladsome light, Pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven. O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the vesper light, We sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices. O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. You spoke once in a vision and said to your faithful people, I have set the crown upon a warrior, and have exalted one chosen out of the people. I have found David my servant, With my holy oil I have anointed him. 
My hand will hold him fast, and my arm will make him strong. No enemy shall deceive him, nor any wicked man bring him down. I will crush his foes before him, and strike down those who hate him. My faithfulness and love shall be with him, and he shall be victorious through my name. I shall make his dominion extend from the great sea to the river. He will say to me, You are my Father, my God and the rock of my salvation. I will make him my firstborn and higher than the kings of the earth. I will keep my love for him forever and my covenant will stand firm for him. I will establish his line forever, and his throne as the days of heaven. If his children forsake my law, and do not walk according to my judgments, if they break my statutes, and do not keep my commandments, I will punish their transgressions with a rod and their iniquities with the lash. But I will not take my love from him, nor let my faithfulness prove false. I will not break my covenant, nor change what is gone out of my lips. Once for all I have sworn by my holiness, I will not lie to David. His line shall endure forever, and his throne as the sun before me. It shall stand fast forevermore like the moon, the abiding witness in the sky. But you have cast off and rejected your anointed. You have become enraged at him. You have broken your covenant with your servant, defiled his crown and hurled it to the ground. You have breached all his walls and laid his strongholds in ruins. All who pass by despoil him. He has become the scorn of his neighbors. You have exalted the right hand of his foes, and made all his enemies rejoice. You have turned back the edge of his sword, and have not sustained him in battle. You have put an end to his splendor, and cast his throne to the ground. 
You have cut short the days of his youth and have covered him with shame. How long will you hide yourself, O Lord? Will you hide yourself forever? How long will your anger burn like fire? Remember, Lord, how short life is, how frail you have made all flesh. Who can live and not see death? Who can save himself from the power of the grave? Where, Lord, are your loving kindnesses of old, which you promised David in your faithfulness? Remember, Lord, how your servant is mocked, how I carry in my bosom the taunts of many peoples, the taunts your enemies have hurled, O Lord, which they hurled at the heels of your anointed. Blessed be the Lord forevermore. Amen, I say, Amen. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A reading from the first book of Maccabees. Simon heard that Trepho had assembled a large army to invade the land of Judah and destroy it, and he saw that the people were trembling and fearful. So he went up to Jerusalem, and gathering the people together, he encouraged them, saying to them, You yourselves know all that I and my brothers and the house of my father have done for the laws and the sanctuary. You know also the wars and the difficulties that we have seen. By reason of all this, my brothers, have perished for the sake of Israel, and I alone am left. And now, far be it from me to spare my life in any time of distress, for I am not better than my brothers. But I will avenge my nation and the sanctuary and your wives and children, For all the nations have gathered together out of hatred to destroy us. The spirit of the people was rekindled when they heard these words, and they answered in a loud voice, You are our leader in place of Judas and Jonathan your brother. Fight our battles, and all that you say to us we will do. So he assembled all the warriors and hastened to complete the walls of Jerusalem, and he fortified it on every side. He sent Jonathan, son of Absalom, to Joppa, and with him a considerable army. He drove out its occupants and remained there. Then Trypho departed from Ptolemais with a large army to invade the land of Judah, and Jonathan was with him under guard. And Simon encamped in Adida, facing the plain. Trypho learned that Simon had risen up in place of Jonathan his brother, and that he was about to join battle with him. So he sent envoys to him and said, It is for the money that Jonathan your brother owed the royal treasury in connection with the offices he held that we are detaining him. Send now one hundred talents of silver and two of his sons as hostages so that when released he will not revolt against us and we will release him. Simon knew that they were speaking deceitfully to him, but he sent to get the money and the sons lest he arouse great hostility among the people who might say, because Simon did not send them the money and the sons he perished. So he sent the sons and one hundred talents, 
but Trifo broke his word and did not release Jonathan. After this, Trifo came to invade the country and destroy it, and he circled around by the way of Adora, but Simon and his army kept marching along opposite him to every place he went. Now the men in the citadel kept sending envoys to Trifo, urging him to come to them by way of the wilderness and to send them food. So Trifo got all his cavalry ready to go, but that night a very heavy snow fell, and he did not go because of the snow. He marched off and went into the land of Gilead. When he approached Bascama, he killed Jonathan, and he was buried there. Then Trifo turned back and departed to his own land. And Simon sent and took the bones of Jonathan his brother and buried him in Modin, the city of his fathers. All Israel bewailed him with great lamentation and mourned for him many days. And Simon built upon the tomb of his father and his brothers. He made it high so that it might be seen, with polished stone at the front and back. He also erected seven pyramids opposite one another for his father and mother and four brothers. And for the pyramids he devised mechanisms, erecting about them great columns. And upon the columns he put suits of armor for a permanent memorial. And beside the suits of armor carved ships, so that they could be seen by all who sail the sea. This is the tomb that he built in Modin. It remains to this day. Trifo dealt treacherously with the young king Antiochus. He killed him and became king in his place, putting on the crown of Asia. And he brought great calamity upon the land. But Simon built up the strongholds of Judea and walled them all around with high towers and great walls and gates and bolts, and he stored food in the strongholds. Simon also chose men and sent them to King Demetrius with a request to grant relief to the country, for all that Trifo did was to plunder. King Demetrius sent him a favorable reply to his request and wrote him a letter as follows. King Demetrius to Simon, the high priest and friend of kings, and to the elders and nation of the Jews, greeting. We have received the gold crown and the palm branch that you sent, and we are ready to make a general peace with you and to write to our officials to grant you release from tribute. All the grants that we have made to you remain valid, and let the strongholds that you have built be in your possession. We pardon any errors and offenses committed to this day and cancel the crown tax that you owe, and whatever other tax has been collected in Jerusalem shall be collected no longer. And if any of you are qualified to be enrolled in our bodyguard, let them be enrolled, and let there be peace between us. In the 170th year, the yoke of the Gentiles was removed from Israel, and the people began to write in their documents and contracts, in the first year of Simon, the great high priest and commander and leader of the Jews. In those days, Simon encamped against Gazara and surrounded it with troops. He made a siege engine, brought it up to the city, and battered and captured one tower. The men in the siege engine leaped out into the city, and a great tumult arose in the city. The men in the city, with their wives and children, went up on the wall with their clothes rent, and they cried out with a loud voice, asking Simon to make peace with them. They said, Do not treat us according to our wicked acts, but according to your mercy. So Simon reached an agreement with them and stopped fighting against them. But he expelled them from the city and cleansed the houses in which the idols were, and then entered it with hymns and praise. He cast out of it all uncleanness and settled in it men who observed the law. He also strengthened its fortifications and built in it a house for himself. 
The men in the citadel at Jerusalem were prevented from going out to the country and back to buy and sell, so they were very hungry, and many of them perished from famine. Then they cried to Simon to make peace with them, and he did so. But he expelled them from there and cleansed the citadel from its pollutions. On the twenty-third day of the second month, in the one hundred seventy-first year, the Jews entered it with praise and palm branches, and with harps and cymbals and stringed instruments, and with hymns and songs, because a great enemy had been crushed and removed from Israel. And Simon decreed that every year they should celebrate this day with rejoicing, He strengthened the fortifications of the temple hill alongside the citadel, and he and his men dwelt there. And Simon saw that John, his son, had reached manhood, for he made him commander of all the forces, and he dwelt in Gazara. Here ends the reading. My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel, as he promised to our fathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to St. Mark. When Jesus returned to Capernaum after some days, it was reported that he was at home, and many were gathered together, so that there was no more room, not even at the door. And he was preaching the word to them. And they came, bringing to him a paralytic, carried by four men. And when they could not get near him because of the crowd, they removed the roof above him, and when they had made an opening, they let down the bed on which the paralytic lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, He said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some of the scribes were sitting there, questioning in their hearts, Why does this man speak like that? He is blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? And immediately Jesus, perceiving in his spirit that they thus questioned within themselves, said to them, Why do you question these things in your hearts? Which is easier, to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, 
Rise, take up your bed and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic. I say to you, Rise, pick up your bed and go home. And he rose and immediately picked up his bed and went out before them all, so that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw anything like this. He went out again beside the sea, and all the crowd was coming to him, and he was teaching them. And as he passed by, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax booth, and he said to him, Follow me. And he rose and followed him. And as he reclined at table in his house, many tax collectors and sinners were reclining with Jesus and with his disciples, for there were many who followed him. And the scribes of the Pharisees, when they saw that he was eating with sinners and tax collectors, said to his disciples, Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? And when Jesus heard it, he said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. Now John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting, and people came and said to him, Why do John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, Can the wedding guests fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast in that day. No one sews a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment. If he does, the patch tears away from it, the new from the old, and a worse tear is made. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. If he does, the wine will burst the skins, and the wine is destroyed, and so are the skins. But new wine is for fresh wineskins. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, now let your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, 
and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. That this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful, we entreat you, O Lord, that your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill, we entreat you, O Lord, that we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses. We entreat you, O Lord, that there may be peace in your church and in the whole world. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may depart this life in your faith and fear, and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit in the communion of all your saints, entrusting one another and all our life to Christ, we entreat you, O Lord. God, our refuge and strength, true source of all godliness, graciously hear the devout prayers of your church, and grant that those things which we ask faithfully we may obtain effectually. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives at your right hand to intercede for us, and who with you in the Holy Spirit lives and reigns in everlasting glory. Amen. O God, the source of eternal light, shed forth your unending day upon us who watch for you, that our lips may praise you, our lives may bless you, and our worship on the morrow give you glory. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, you manifest in your servants the signs of your presence. Send forth upon us the spirit of love, that in companionship with one another your abounding grace may increase among us. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.